Hello, hello, my friends. Skip here. Hope your day is well. It is Wednesday, the 25th of January. Uh, we are most definitely in January. Uh, so I am uh, waiting with great anticipation for the next six weeks to be over with so we can at least feel some modicum of warm air. Um, maybe getting to go away. All my kids have plans on spring break, so this might be an opportunity for my wife and I to get away. Uh, and since I'm just a substitute teacher, I can, uh, I won't be working. So, uh, we're gonna maybe try to get away. So hopefully we'll get somewhere warm. That's for sure. Want to uh, talk about disappointment today? It's a strange segue, isn't it? Uh, disappointment in things is more important than I think most of us realize, because because disappointment is a part of how we discover what isn't real or true. And that's a very, very important thing to remember. Uh, As a matter of fact, I I think we have to identify disappointment in such a way that allows us to see it as a point of correction, a point of clarity. Because really, we're going to be disappointed a lot in this life. We're going to be disappointed in other people. We're going to be disappointed in jobs, in earnings, in our football team, our sporting event, our, our spouses, our friends, our kids. Now, part of disappointment, and this is what we have to become very aware of, is set in our own expectations. We set expectations based on what we want. And when we do that, we inevitably find out that it doesn't work. That it is actually very harmful for us to live out of unreasonable expectations. Now, we're going to have to have some expectations of people, right? Uh, You set expectations for your kids or your grandkids or or whoever, and if they're reasonable and, and they are achievable, then, then expectations can become a learning tool. But that's not what we do, is it? Not very often. What we do is we live out of the sense of the way we want reality to be. And we set our expectations there. Uh, I cannot tell you, my friends, how this is, this, this idea of Setting expectations and being disappointed is a pillar of the false reality that we're in. Because the false reality keeps us dissatisfied. And again, I don't want to give the false reality like its own persona. It's just collective thinking is all it is. But it does give us this idea that that, uh, we should never be satisfied. That there's really no serenity. That there's just the next thing, the next battle. And we fall into that lie. And it really is a lie that human beings tell each other. Uh, It's how we've learned to motivate ourselves. It's how we've learned to judge other people. Uh, 
It's how we've learned to go to war. Now, don't get me wrong, uh, we should have good, healthy boundaries. We cannot excuse, you know, egregious, evil behavior. But that's fairly rare. Uh, Most people live out of this dissatisfaction because they wake up to the same job, they pay the same bills. If they have the wherewithal, maybe they get away once in a while. Uh, but life is a grind, and it's a grind and not, a, and not an exploration of joy because we set these expectations and the disappointments therein through the lens of what is false. So, how do we spiritually look at disappointments? Well, disappointments are moments when pieces of your false persona are chipped away. Big disappointments will, will, will remove a lot of ego, Little disappointments will will remove a a smaller amount of ego. But if we are uncovering who we are in the world, then part of that is, must be, has to be uh, disappointment. Let me give you sort of an analogy. Uh, When I coached the league or when I talked to my boys who are now playing high school ball, I will say you either win the game or you learn. Uh, the word lose is, is a shameful thing. But that is taking that disappointment, learning from that disappointment, the disappointment of the loss or the disappointment of not getting the playing time you want. And that is using that as a learning tool. Uh, using that as a sort of induced epiphany, if you will. Uh, my life has been many circumstances, but my spiritual growth has been circumstances of disappointment because I kept expecting things to be the answer, right? Uh, this person, this institution, this chemical, this whatever. And I have come to learn that I can't expect that, that it's the inward journey that's going to give me my answers, but it, in, that, in those disappointments, and some are very heartbreaking, I mean, it's devastating. Uh, life-crushing disappointments in my life. But in that, uh, if I, I was able to hang on and I was able to see with some clarity, and I have, it wasn't always easy, but I did, I come to learn that 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 disappointment was a point of inflection in my life, a point of change. That the thing I was so grossly disappointed in uh, just was made up of the false reality. Now, I want us to be careful because, you know, in, in intimate, in personal relationships, you, it's a different dynamic. It's a different set of expectations. You know, with your partner or your spouse, you have expectations. With your kids, you have expectations. But those expectations have to be derived from a more authentic place. Uh, I have seen parents be very harsh on their kids about their uh, athletic ability or or non-athletic ability. And it just crushes the kid. And what that is, is that's the parent's disappointment coming out. They wanted a star player. They wanted to 
be able to say, that's my kid, and it's not happening. So, I mean, we have to understand that expectations change the further out from your personal life. So let me spend the next four or five minutes on that. Because disappointments are going to happen, but we've got to understand them in the context. So first, we have to have some expectations of ourselves, And we have to always have reasonable expectations of ourselves. We have to be satisfied that we're doing the right thing for us. And we have to listen intuitively when, when we're not. You know, uh, exercise your brain. If you're able, exercise your body to any degree that you can. Uh, you know, don't practice gluttony. You know, these kinds of boundaries, some self-respect. Don't hold on to shame. Don't hold on to guilt. Learn from it. Those boundaries are important or we're always going to be disappointed in ourselves. And then one step out from that is our family, our immediate family, our spouses, our partners. And we have to have expectations of them, but they're different because they're for other individuals. You can't take your expectations of yourself and place them on other people. They're not you. Duh, right? Because what's going to happen is you're going to manufacture your own disappointment if you do that. Now, disappointment's always a lesson, whether we make it ourselves or whether it's circumstances beyond our control. But we can save ourselves a lot of pain here, folks, uh, if we just quit putting on to other people what we want and, and accept them for who they are. Now, of course, again, there are boundaries there. If someone's abusive, if someone's, you know, a raging lunatic, have boundaries. But, uh, you know, you need to understand first your own expectations of yourself and then your immediate expectations. And then when we step out further from that and we begin to look at institutions and political movements and societies and religious movements, that's where I think we can really see clearly that, that the expectations that are put on us from the institutions... And often the expectations we put on the institutions will always lead to disappointment. Because collectively, I mean, look at the world, my friends. Collectively, we, we can't find our behind with both hands. I mean, just, I don't mean to be sarcastic, but we, you know, I, I've had to stop watching the news. Because it is perpetually always something wrong. And I know better. I know that there's not always something wrong in this world. So... We have some control over our expectations, and therefore we have control over disappointment. However, there are things beyond our control also. Uh, grief is a disappointment that is paramount in the human condition. A disappointment we can't see the person be with the person that we love. I mean, there's nothing, you know, we, we don't always have control over that. Most of the time we don't. Maybe you've lost a job or a relationship uh, and it wasn't your fault, or it was. Uh, we have these disappointments, my friends, and all we can do with them, and, and I'll try to end here, all we can really do with our disappointments is what I tell my kids to do when they don't have a good game or they don't win the game. And that is either we are growing or we are learning, right? We're growing through the win, we're staying humble when we win at life, and when we're disappointed, 
We use it as an inflection tool, a learning tool, part of a greater curriculum. There you have it. I thank you for your time, and uh, I'll try to get to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.